What is going on, everybody? You are listening to Jams with Jay, an interview series where I talk with artists from all kinds of different genres. Today, I'm speaking with Mill Savage, a guitar player from a local band. I'm uh, going to start off by getting a little backstory, and uh, I guess we'll take it from there. We have the uh, lead guitar player from the band Soloway on here today. Uh, where are you from, Crown Point? Yes, sir. Crown Point. So how's how's the show life out there? Um, Shows are few and far between where I'm from, so we have to kind of book where we can. Yeah, and that, that's a big problem around Indiana, you know, it's, it's hard to get a good crowd too you know yeah most definitely i mean the scene scenes come and go and they change and you know you have to find ways to to keep people interested and i think a lot of people are going about shows the wrong way you can't think you're going to make any money you know Mm -hmm. and unfortunately kids are having fun doing other things these days yeah it's the internet man (laughs) maybe (laughs) i don't know all right, so I, I wanted to kind of get started here with like uh by thanking you uh, yeah, for coming on for, my podcast. I really thanks for having it. me. Appreciate it. Um, I wanted to get like uh like a little backstory from you. Uh, so pretty much just you could say how you started. Uh, and, and we'll go from there. Like the band or me or you, you. Um. Okay. Well, I've been playing guitar for. Sorry, can I swear on here? My do bad. It, do what you want, brother. My bad. Um, 14 <laughs> years, I guess. 14 years. Yeah, so a long time. I'm not that good, though. So it's like, it doesn't, you wouldn't know it was 14 years. But, um, uh, and I had family members who played and stuff like that. So I was always interested growing up. And I got a guitar for Christmas when I was like 12. So yeah, 26 now. So um 14 years and i kind of just taught myself from playing along to like records i loved um blink 182 newfound glory a lot of pop punk things like that you know yeah um first couple years when you start learning it's like nobody taught me anything so i was trying to play stuff that was too hard or that i didn't like and i wasn't interested and then i started learning that i could you know like read tabs or whatever then i could figure stuff out because back then there was no youtube to teach you how to do stuff you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I would uh, basically just like kind of, I had a book that taught you how to read tablature, as dumb as that sounds. And then I would go on like Ultimate Guitar or whatever and, you know, look up like pop punk and punk bands and stuff and learn bar chords and things like that. So um, pretty, pretty basic, same as a lot of other people. And then um, eventually I just started playing in bands. And, and what was your, uh, you remember your first guitar? <laughs> yeah, my first guitar I ever had, it's like a Strat copy, and <laughs> it's like a, it was made by Behringer, so there you go. It was like, my aunt bought it for me, and I think it was like 99 bucks for the guitar and the amp new. Oh my god. Yeah, and it's like, I've taken it, I still have it, I, I mean, you can't really play it, but I've taken it apart and put it back together a hundred times, and it's like a piece of plywood, there's like holes after you take the pick guard off, there's holes in the wood and stuff. You you st- you said you still have it? Yeah, I held on to it just because it was my <laughs> first. It's so bad though, like it doesn't hold tune, you know. Hey, you know what? But that that was your first guitar, man, and and that that is what really matters. <laughs> uh, I remember my dad bought me a. It was uh, it was a black. It was like a sunburnt orange 
in black. Spectre, wannabe, uh, what was it? Uh, wannabe Strat. Dude. Oh, yeah, I of mean, course. That's like every everyone. You got to have like the fake Strat, right? <laughs> and he had this uh, Univox uh, amp that he had from like back in the day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was a little three cab speaker because he took one cab out for some reason. And he's like, since I played the drums, uh, my dad played drums for probably 35 years. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to do an interview on him as well coming this weekend. But, uh, you know, I, I kind of messed around with the drums growing up a little bit. But one year he just bought me a guitar out of nowhere. And I'm like, what? What? Like, I want to play the drums, man. He's like, <laughs> He's like, no, you don't. Yeah. So I, I just picked it up and I couldn't put it down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how you learn, right? You got to practice. I, I cannot put it down. I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, it, it took me time. I think, um, and this might sound like a lot of other people, I was kind of discouraged when I, like, I had a guitar and like I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't take any lessons or anything like that. And, um, you know, when you are still learning how to play and then you kind of don't know much, you kind of you have to force yourself to learn. And I don't know. I think once you kind of surprise yourself a little bit and learn a couple cover songs, then you kind of roll with it. But um, it took me a little bit. I would say it took me like a year and a half or two years to feel like I was comfortable on it. Right. So and it doesn't help that a lot of people when you first start out, a lot of people don't even want to play with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, when you're 12 years old, you, you try to start bands and it's like you, you jam with your buddies and everyone's playing something different and nobody's in key and it's <laughs> like a bunch of garbage and whatever. What is tunings? Yeah, exactly. It's like I, I play shows now with bands who, you know, have these, uh, you know, nice rigs and then they don't have a tuner. And I'm like, dude, you have 45 pedals and you don't have a tuner. Like, I want to strangle people sometimes. Dude, uh, half the people I know have tuners in their amps, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just like go buy it, you know. It's like you can get a nice tuner for under a hundred dollars, and it'll last you forever. And you know, you're good. But what do so, I know? So you, you did have a band before Soul Away? Yeah. So I started playing in bands when I was like fourteen or fifteen, like playing shows. Yeah. And I've had a bunch of like pop punk bands and like metalcore, like melodic hardcore bands, stuff like that. Um, and I kind of was in between bands when I started this one. If you want me to go into this, <laughs> go, in, go it's into kinda, it. It's kind of weird. I want to hear it. So, this band kind of started by mistake or like as not serious. Um, I was in between, I didn't have any bands and I was doing at the time. And my buddy, who he did like amateur recordings in his bedroom just for fun, like he would buy recording equipment and he's a really good drummer. He was like, Hey, I want to record some like kind of more hardcore stuff. Would you? come track some guitars i'm like yeah sure so i come over and i just threw some stuff together and i was like that's pretty fun so i recorded a few like four tracks and they're all over the place they're all different like not serious and he played drums on them and we thought it was kind of fun so i ended up getting my brother to sing on them or scream i guess and i didn't really know he could do that but he can and now he's a singer in our band which is kind of crazy yeah uh i'm not trying to freak you out or anything but uh I did come to that show at the Moose Lodge last year. I was there. Oh, right on. The Valpo yeah. show? Yeah, the yeah. Valpo show. Moose right on. Lodge that was show. cool. That was a cool show. Uh, 
I, I noticed when I went to your uh, Stolaway profile, and I'm like, oh, shit. These guys were trying to get a circle pit going. <laughs> and, like, nobody was doing anything but uh, – who's that guy with the vest? What was oh, that guy's the, name? Uh, he plays bass and get by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know what happens to us? So, like, we, we like being the heavier band, not to get off topic, but uh, – and what happens is, like, we'll play shows where we think nobody likes us. And then afterwards, like, people are into it and they'll buy merch. But, like, because we're heavy and everyone else isn't, nobody wants to mosh because it's like, oh, nobody here moshes. And then we'll play with bands that are all heavier than us and nobody wants to mosh to us because we're the light band. And it's like, all right, whatever. Like, nobody wants to mosh anymore, man. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, what can you do? Unless you're at, like, a, a big festival or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like... Uh, that was uh, something that... Like, have you ever played at uh, Royal? Yeah. Skate? Yeah. Now, that place was fucking rowdy. Yeah, we've got, you know, Royal. Um, Some some areas, like, South Bend is weird. Like, kids go nuts for us there. Like, not like they, you know, just us. Like, kids up there are really supportive of all the bands. Yeah. So, like, we play up there. People will mosh and stuff like that, which is fun. I mean, it's not really that I want people to fight or anything. I just like feeding off some energy from the crowd. Pour your emotions out, man. Yeah. That's... Yeah. When I go to a show, I go to release all my demons, man. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, kind of getting back to, I guess, what I was saying, um, you know, my, my younger brother, he always grew up with me going to shows and things like that and um, coming to my band shows. So, he, he sang on it. And we're like, ah, oh, this is kind of fun. And one of the tracks, because they're all kind of different, was kind of in the vein of what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know, we should start a band. So and that's the song Expendable that's uh, ending up on our Expendable EP. Um, and it's funny because we were really like into what we were writing and we were all, you know, gung ho about it, but we couldn't find any bandmates. So my brother and I recorded three EPs with no other band members. <laughs> so if you go to like uh, Spotify, we have it all. Um, a small label released it as a comp for us. So it looks like it's one record. So it's a monument to my sins that those 14 songs are three different EPs. And Let's see, I got it right here. Right. I think so. Uh, yeah. Starts a casualty. It's got a red flower on it. Like a rose, I should say. So <laughs> a red Flower it, Rose. Yeah, it's like a black cover, you know, super metal, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, that that was funny because, like, you know, my, my buddy CJ, he uh, he records bands. He recorded us, and he just did the drums for us, and I just recorded, you know, instruments because I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? I can't find people to play in my band. Right. And then eventually we did, and uh, that's kind of a story on its own. But, um, yeah, so a band kind of started as a – as just like us messing around and now we uh are going in to do a record soon <laughs> oh wow dude so what what at what point were you like all right we need to get serious and what where did you find these other bandmates well the whole time we were doing it like we wanted to play shows but we couldn't really find like a good enough drummer, which who you know not just good enough on like skill wise, but who can be there and stuff. But then I, um, I have some friends that were in a band called Rebuild and Rebound, and their drummer Mike Klein, we call him Jimmy. He uh, started hanging out with me, and 
I actually worked with him for a little bit too. And he was like, yo, like your band is sick. Like, let me play drums for a show. So you guys can play a show with us. Right. And so we we're like, all right, cool. So we had this, this show at Royal it was our first show. It was June 17th of 2016. And we started the band in 2013. So three years after we started the band, we got to play a show. Oh, wow. Um, it was just nuts. I know. Was it just a three piece then? At that point? Uh, no. So um, all of Rebuild and Rebound besides Jake filled in. So we had uh, Danner on guitar, uh, Quaid on bass, Jimmy on drums, and then my brother sang and I played guitar. And those guys kind of filled in and out for us for a little bit. And then uh, Jimmy actually stuck on the drums for us for a while. And then he ended up like breaking his leg and having to sit out for drums for a while. And then uh, we ended up getting our current drummer, Jake, who's in uh, in the band now. Um, through mutual friends with our other guitar player, we found Scott, who was just somebody I've known for a long time and wanted to tr- give the bands a shot, and it worked out. So we got those two guys, and then we needed a, n- a new bass player eventually, and Jimmy now plays bass in our band, so he's actually played both uh, drums and bass. Dude, and you know what, man? Like, the hardest thing that, that I, you know, when I first got asked to join a band, I'm like, what? You know, I go and try out, or not try out, but, you know, jam. And, uh, you know, we all had to click. Yeah, for sure. And if you don't click, I don't know if you ever, like, jam with, like, other people before and, like, it's weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I, I uh, when I was trying to find members when I first started the band, I had a kid who was, like, trying to jam with us. And the whole time, instead of learning songs, he would just talk about, like, what he wanted to wear on stage. Right. And I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit what you wear when you play, you know? Like, we don't really, our our band is, like, take the music seriously don't take yourself seriously you know what i mean right yeah you know i don't have any gimmicks we just write songs that we like and we try to write good songs and and play good shows but like as far as you know there's no gimmick or look or anything to sell so So i I feel that did you uh did you go into this like was was everybody on the same page as far as playing like but what do you play like death death core i guess uh, we're like a like a melodic hardcore like metalcore band, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you listen to the music too, musically, I take a lot from pop punk. I love like Newfound Glory and the movie life. Um, and then I just kind of put some kind of dissonant like suspended chords in here and there. So it's really not all that heavy, right? Um, but we also love bands like Misery Signals and Counterparts and It Dies Today and Poison the Well and you know stuff like that. So um, you like Belmont? It's kind uh i i've heard them i haven't like listened to them too much but i've checked them out belmont's killer dude so there, there's you know i'm i'll be honest with you i'm really lazy and have to force myself <laughs> to listen to new stuff like i love old music yeah. so but um yeah i feel bad for my bandmates because i'm i'm a pretty demanding person as far as like you know playing clean and performing and showing up and you know that how we sound tonal tonality wise and things oh, like yeah. that so they probably think i'm a dick but whatever but you know They're what man like we in my band we pretty much consider um the lead guitarist uh you know the leader i don't want to say necessarily he makes all the decisions but he comes to us or, and you know we all try to be in agreement with it you know because yeah i mean they kind of they kind of call me that like because i'm the person who um, I'm the oldest in my band. I have, I don't want I guess the most experience playing in bands right. and, you know, I write a lot of the music and 
things like that. So it's kind of like, I don't really call myself like a lead guitar player, but I'm, I'm, I guess like the band leader or, you know, I take care of the business side of things most of the time too. And it's not like a thing about me. I'm just very like, I feel like I have to do something for the band every single day or I'm not productive, you know? That's exactly how I feel, man. So it's, it sounds stupid. Cause it's like, I'm not full time on tour or anything like that. And I don't really make money, but um, that's what I like to do, and it's like I'd rather work on songs or merch designs or book shows or whatever I have to do just to to make myself happy. Yeah, I, I'd rather play music on stage than work a nine to five. You know, <laughs> Don't we all. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, and you know, what what? Give me give me three bands that that literally took your life from not playing music to playing music. Uh, number one for sure is Blink-182. And I know you probably heard that a lot, but, um, my cousin who she's a little bit older than me when Blink, you know, started getting bigger, uh, she got like their records and she plays guitar too. So she was like, yo, check this out and let me borrow them. And you know, you can't like show your parents cause they're swearing and all this stuff. Yeah. And that just, I think Blink-182 is like the first big show I ever went to. Oh, you saw them live? And, oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Blink, uh, I think, three times total. But I, when I saw them when I was 16, when they first got back together, that, like, I knew I loved them, and I knew that that was my favorite band. But when I saw them play, I'm like, I have to do this, and I'm never... And it's funny, too, because I had that moment, you know, that people have where you're like, this is exactly what I want for my life yeah. over everything else. But a lot of people who I played music with growing up because I started so young, they fell off into other things. And I kind of like would get upset and not like mad, but just like what's happening to my friends? You know, right. they don't care about them. And like, why do I care? So that's 100% number one. Uh, number two is Newfound Glory. Um, oh, that's yeah. a band that I, I model my band after, even though we don't sound like that. They are 100% just legit. They give their all in songwriting. They tour like crazy. And they mix up their set all the time. So they play 25, 26 different songs uh, every tour. They, they switch it in and out. Even some nights they let people pick the set. Um, so they know, like, they're really good at their craft. Right. And really ge- genuine. And, and to me, that says everything. And they don't have a bad record, in my opinion. And number three. Um, God, this is hard because there's so many bands that I love. So many. But if we're talking just, like, life-changing yeah. and, like, like I guess this goes back to being younger. Mm. I guess I'm, I'm going to go with the band Straight From The Path. I don't know if you, if you, rec- you know, know them much, but Straight From The Path is a band that I started to go see um, before they, they gained a lot of notoriety. And I, I've seen them a ton. I've become friends with some of them. And that band kind of showed me that kind of, like, I guess uglier part, like you don't just get on stage and make money and have a career. Like even if you're on tour, you have to work at it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, and that was the first band that like, I got to see that side of it. Cause they were such a small band and they were on these tours where, you know, they might come home with 50 bucks or whatever. And now they're doing really good and, and I'm happy for them, but they work for it. You know what I mean? And I think that that showed me like, Hey, if you want this, like you have to work. And then they're also really true to themselves and, that's just a band that really like kind of gave me a lot of perspective. Wow. So I guess I'll go with those three. That's awesome, dude. I mean, I really like real friends a lot. They're, uh, <laughs> I was at like their second show ever. 
Yeah, they were local. I mean, you know, yeah. they did shows around here. I, I don't really listen to them, but they were playing with my buddies, and I, like, saw them, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we're, like, this new band. And then, like, the next thing I know, they're, like, opening for Newfound on this next tour, and I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah, I was like, oh, well, okay, what's going on here? You know, I saw them for the first time at uh, Riot Fest in 2017. Oh, okay. Um, and literally just seeing those guys up on stage and, and the lyrics and everything just kind of fell together, man. And, and I started playing guitar hardcore after that. And uh, Hey, man, I mean, whatever, you know, sometimes you got you to gotta have that moment. And then I randomly got asked to join a band and, you know, we're working on an album, too. Uh, our first album, actually. Oh, right on. So uh, it's been quite the process. Oh, yeah. It takes time. You guys have how many albums now? Uh, we have three EPs, a demo, and like three singles out that are going to be on our full length. Oh, wow. And our record is almost done being written, but like I'm in this pre-production phase where I can't settle on anything and i keep going back and forth and and changing stuff and working on harmonies and leads just because i'm i'm pretty like uh i I don't want to say like i'm super like perfectionist but i want to make sure that i love it yeah and if i can give anybody any advice not that i should be the person to give advice but don't just settle on something especially when you're recording make sure that like you love it and like don't rush into recording songs because i always We'll do that even if it's just one section of a song, and then I go back and I'm like, "Damn, I could have added this." Yeah, I, I feel that. It. I feel that hard, man. So, but that that's just the nature of the business, I guess, or the hobby, whatever. <laughs> so, were you nervous your first gig you ever played? <laughs> you know what? Not really, except for I guess there's two first gigs because one was like not really a show; it was like a party, and then the other was like a show, and both of them were terrible. <laughs> I was more excited. Like I, I think by the time I think my first show I played, I was fifteen, and I this girl that was in my high school was like, "Hey, you wanna? We're, I'm having this party. We have a big deck and a huge lawn. You Does your band want to play?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, we have a show!" Right, you know? Yeah, like freaking and out. I, you, yeah, like we write this long set list, and it's a mix <laughs> of we're playing like cover songs and originals and. And we get up there and we realize we don't own a PA, so we're trying to plug microphones into other amps oh, that we have, like not loud enough. No. And, you know, and kids from our high school are like, whatever. And it was just like that's one of those embarrassing growing pains. And looking back at it, it's awesome because it's hilarious. Yeah. It's but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because like now I'm like, I go into venues and I act like, oh, it's, everything has to be the way I want it. And like, I, you laugh at those moments because you're just excited to fucking go play a show. Is there like, is there like a, like a memorable gig that you play that, that really just has stuck with you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking, it's funny you mentioned, I was thinking about this today. So there's a band, um, King, uh, 810 and, I don't really listen to them much, but I know that they're they're pretty like well liked, and they came through and played not too far from where I live. So we jumped on as an opener, and we knew that this show was going to be good for us because there was like four hundred people there, right? Oh, and Woo. and uh, but the thing is, sometimes you can play to a ton of people; it doesn't matter. Like we've played with every time I die to like seven hundred people, and right. like 
people liked us, but they didn't give a shit because they're all 35-year-olds there to see every time I die, which every time I die are sick. They're legends. I love them. But, right. like, they, those people don't care about us. Right. So, so we're kind of going into this, like, this could go really good or really bad. And we go up on stage and, like, first song we open up and I just eat shit. I jump up. I slip on the monitor and I just fall. <laughs> and, I mean, it was so embarrassing. Got to play it off, man. It was so embarrassing. And my buddy Rob, who's a photographer, he was shooting the show and he has this picture of me and I'm like sticking my tongue out at him. If you look closely, I'm on my knees because I'm trying to get up from falling. <laughs> and he's in the photo pit like laughing at me. So so that happens. But the set went we played really good. People were moshing and whatever. And and I get off stage and, and uh I'm like, ah, okay, you know, got applause, but doesn't mean anything. And I go upstairs to where this bar is and I I'm sitting there with my with my buddy Jake, who's our drummer, and his girlfriend Emily, and we're all like hanging out, and I get this text from my brother, who's our singer, and he goes, "Yo, like, I need you to come down the merch," and I'm like, "This is I'll never forget. This is so stupid," and I'm like, "What the fuck is there like a problem? Does he need change? Because usually I do merch, but I was like, I'm gonna go upstairs, <laughs> and I come down. He's like, "This kid wants you to sign our set list, dude." I'm like, "What the hell, like?" why like i hand wrote this set list five minutes before we played and like you ripped it off the stage and you're asking me to sign it and then i have a line for merch and i did like a ton in merch that night and i'm just like what the hell like we never do that shit so that sticks out to me just because not like a oh this kid wants to sign something like but if you can inspire somebody or like they like your set that much that they might want to play music to me that's the sickest thing ever yeah bro for sure you, you know like that going to local shows is probably the real reason I wanted to be in a band because you see people that you know doing it. Right. So to me, like I was like, yo, if these kids liked us that much, then that just means that we're doing something right. Not so they like us, but so they want to do that too. But that was like, that was so nuts to me. Dude, that's, that's an incredible story, man. (laughs) It was, it was, it was pretty funny. I, I got, I got chills from that story, man, because I can just imagine the feeling of that. Like, so, well, at first, I'm just like, why? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, that's just, you know, you because because we're we are as musicians, we're our biggest critic. You know. Yeah, but but like you know, it's it's like you, I guess you forget like when you go on a stage or whatever, and you're playing to people who don't know you. You're like this band guy, but like in my actual life, in front of my friends, they all play music, so I'm just another idiot. You know. Yeah. It's like all of my friends play guitar or play drums or listen to music or whatever. <laughs> and most of them are probably a lot better than I am. So it's like, I'm just mill. I'm not, you know, band guy or whatever. You're just there. Yeah, exactly. And I'm there to talk about whatever and hang out. What, what, what's your, uh, so what's your, what's your end goal with this band? Where are you trying to play? What, 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 what's your favorite? What is your dream place? to play well i'm gonna answer your question in two parts because you asked what the goal is and then you asked what the dream venue is to play Mm -hmm. the goal for me is to play music as long as i possibly can i want to be i want to be in a band and make records as long as i can even if i'm not selling them or whatever because i've seen too many people that i know that were really good musicians and then they just fall into partying or just become uninterested in guitar music or whatever it is and they just give it up and i'm like i don't want that to be me you know 
Yeah. Um, and I guess the, the dream venue, I mean, there's a lot of places that, you know, that I could say. Um, I'm trying to think, though. Give me a couple. Give, give me a couple. Give me a couple. Um, well, I guess, like, I don't really care about playing really big venues or anything. I'm into clubs and stuff like that. Um, I'd love to play Soma in San Diego. That would be cool. Um, Chain Reaction, um, that's in Southern California. So, like, a lot of the, Cal- like, the legendary clubs. Right. Just, just because bands that I currently love and bands that I look up to and legends have all played there. Right. Um, so that's kind of, like, the main thing for me. Growing up, I always wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to play Warp Tour. And obviously, that's not, like, a tour anymore. No, it's not. I'm sad. Unfortunately. I'm sad I know I grew that. up. I've gone the Warp Tour half my life, you know, but uh, yeah, I just went the last year in Illinois. It's just uh, so, like, I guess, like, if they brought that back, I'd want to play Warp Tour. It, and that sounds super like sellout, like commercially, <laughs> but you know, it's like it's a dream. Me, well, you know, the Warp Tour to me is like a huge, um, like, a really cool thing and a huge part of my life because a lot of the reasons that I got into like punk rock and pop punk was because of that kind of skateboard culture, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I used to skate when I was younger and I loved all the X game stuff and Tony Hawk games. And that became like real big. And, uh, you know, I loved a lot of bands like Lagwagon and uh, Bad Religion and No Effects and Pennywise and all that shit. Yeah. So, and I still and I still do. So it's like that tour was like a skate counterculture tour. And to me, obviously, it wasn't really what it was anyways, but it was still a lot of fun. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, that tour sucks and whatever. Right. So that that'd probably be if I had to make a dream scenario is to get that to get that to come back and get to play that. Dude, that would be awesome, man. But you know, we'll see. And I, I hope uh, everything uh, plays out for you. And, yeah, thank and, you, man. Uh, I, I really do appreciate you coming on the show and uh, being my number three. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to take this as far as I possibly can, you know, with support and, and everybody, you know is wanting to share their story as well i think it's just going to be a great thing man yeah hey well i appreciate you uh letting me rant like an idiot for <laughs> half an hour and i hope you have a lot of good luck and i'll share this for sure man podcasts are dope uh <laughs> i listen to a lot of good ones so this will add to my list hey this one you're on so yeah but if i'm on it it's probably not that good no i'm just kidding. no I'm just, kidding. just uh I mean, don't be afraid to tell your friends if they want to tell their story. I, I, I'm trying to get everybody in on this, man. I, I want to know everybody's story. I just want to know. I don't know why. I just had this epiphany, and I'm just like, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, man, I got you. I'll, good luck with it. I'll help you as much as I can, and also good luck with the band. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, you know, hit me up, too. I mean, we, we're going to be gigging a lot. We play, like... Indie punk rock. I mean, we we play we play a bunch of stuff. Alternative rock, uh, like harder, grungier rock. I mean, we yeah, we'll have to do a show together. We, we get big, man. I mean, the people we play with are, are normally like uh, we played with the day after. Okay. Uh, what's that band called? Saraletto. We played with them. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Um, maybe if I, I, like I said, I'm really bad at checking out music. Like, <laughs> they're, I, they're from Ohio. I, okay. Yeah, like I literally listen to like the Smashing Pumpkins like every day <laughs> and, uh, that's music that's almost as old as I am. So if that says anything, the Smashing Pumpkins are, are great. Come on. Yeah. 
You ever seen them live? No. Oh my god! I seen some forty one live though. That was some forty one live is sick. I've seen them live. They're dope. That was as you could tell. I commit a lot of my time going to shows. Uh, Bullet, Bullet <laughs> for my Valentine was also very memorable for me. They're good live, yeah. They're incredible musicians, man. Uh, to me, Smashing Pumpkins is the best band I've ever seen live. I've seen them a couple times, but I think that's a lot of veteran. Uh, you know, just being around a long time and Billy Corgan being a psycho and being perfect. <laughs> but I love him, so I don't care. People talk shit, but I'm into it, so whatever. Dude, this is this is a great podcast, man. And, and like I said, I really do uh, appreciate you coming on here. Uh, I, I'm probably going to post this one right away. It, it's yeah. ready to oh, go. Yeah. And uh, I'll be able to send the link and everything. Sounds good. So uh, thank you. For, Thanks uh, again, man. Being on on my show and and stay tuned uh, to hear what other people have to say. Will do. It was an honor. Hopefully, I will talk to you soon. All right, brother. All right. Thanks, see you man. soon, man. See ya. Yep. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to episode three on Jams with Jay. I really appreciate everybody that's listening. I hope you guys uh, really enjoy hearing these stories from all these incredible musicians. Um, you can find. All of these podcasts here on Anchor, on my Facebook, Jams with Jay, uh, on my Instagram, at Jams with Jay, and also Twitter, at Jams with Jay. They all have the same photo for the profile, so it's super easy to find. Uh, Make sure to like and subscribe. I'm going to do a lot of these, so I really appreciate uh, if this if this means anything to any of you. Uh, I, I would really appreciate it, and, and I'm so humbled that everybody that I've wanted to bring on has stepped up, and, and you know we made times to do so, and I, I cannot wait to see all these incredible stories and. and just be a part of this and hopefully inspire somebody to make uh, make a new song or inspire somebody to start their own podcast or I don't know listen to music more whatever whatever you want I just enjoy hearing people talk about music and I hope you guys can do the same so thank you And make sure to like and subscribe uh, for episode number four.